0: Hi folks, Dave and Leslie here at theroadswetravel.ca. Welcome to uh, another nice, nice day. And Leslie has a message for us today. And I was, uh, Leslie, I was quite intrigued by the title.
1: Turning the Page.
0: Yeah, Turning the Page. When I first heard that title, it took me back to the time that I went from my old life to my new life. And how I left all those things behind. And when I turned the page, it gave me a new opportunity in life.
1: Yes, I think that's a good that's a good way to do it or or it's stopping one thing and starting something new.
0: So you have a, a wonderful message, a parable in there also, I believe. So looking forward,
1: I want to say right off the top, the page turns after Jesus is baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist. And the Holy Spirit descends in the form of a dove and rests on the shoulders of Jesus. The voice like thunder comes from heaven. Right after that, however, the Holy Spirit sends Jesus into the desert for 40 days. And during that 40-day time, that trial, John the Baptist is imprisoned. And when Jesus learns of this, he returns to Galilee just as the prophet Isaiah had predicted.
0: That's the Old Testament.
1: Isaiah is the Old Testament, yep. yeah, but it is here that Jesus's ministry begins. Wow. The page gets turned. So the record of events is actually found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, but I decided to probably recapture most of my information from Luke because it's a lot, lot more detailed. From the three books you will find very similar information.
0: Mhm. Luke was a a doctor, physician. Luke was a doctor.
1: He was one of the disciples, and he recorded. um,
0: He was a detailed guy.
1: He certainly was, (laughs) as a doctor should be. Yeah. Okay. So the whole thing kind of takes place near the city of Capernaum, which is along the Sea of Galilee, and we find Jesus walking along the shores, and people are already starting to gather around him, wanting to see and hear him.
0: Now, Capernaum was like a port town. A lot of business happening there. Mm
1: -hmm. It was a harbor town. And, of course, people depended upon this body of water for their travel, their food, commerce. But it was also the spiritual hub of the area. And there's some recordings of Jesus who taught in the temples in Capernaum. So now we see Jesus walking amongst the people and the crowds are forming as he was already starting to heal people from their diseases and their sicknesses.
0: Now yeah, people will be wanting to touch him and get close to him and yeah that's
1: right. The, ex- the excitement is starting to build and the questions of who is this man?
0: Yeah, but he's still starting
1: to he, circulate.
0: He, and he's filled with the Spirit now.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So Luke states that the people are gathering around Jesus as he teaches the Word of God. So Jesus, he sees these couple of boats resting along the shore, and he decides to get into one. The boat happens to belong to Simon. So Simon and his brother Andrew, they were cleaning their nets as they had fished all night with nothing to take to the market. They were no doubt tired and really not that excited to see Jesus and this crowd kind of coming. As a working man, that would be a little annoying Yeah. in, in the reality of yeah, it. Yeah,
0: thousands of people. and uh, Yeah,
1: it's like, what's the, going on here? Uh, yeah.
0: And these fishermen. Yeah. And so
1: anyway, Jesus doesn't seem to mind, and he asked Simon to row out a little ways into the lake so that he could teach the people. Luke says that Jesus sits and teaches, and when he was finished, he turned, and he looked at Simon, and he tells him to row out into deeper waters. Jesus then instructs him, Simon, to let down their nets so they can catch some fish. Now, naturally, Simon's first response was, uh, Jesus, we've been fishing all night, and we caught nothing. But if you say so, I will do it, is what he says to him. Can you imagine to their surprise when the nets became so full that they started to rip and tear? So Simon called out to his partners, James and John, who happened to be the sons of Zebedee, and that's important. Mm -hmm. They came over with their boats, and their boats became so full that they began to sink. Now, can you just imagine the excitement and the amazement and the euphoria of all this? They just fished all night with nothing. Like, they did not catch a thing. Now we have four fishermen on the shore. Their boats are full. And their thoughts of what could they do with the day's catch are on their minds. But Simon, he recognizes something straight away. He understands that he is not even worthy of being in the presence of this man called Jesus. He falls to his knees And he tells Jesus to get away from him because he is nothing but a sinner. So now I have this picture Mm. of these four men with their boats filled to the brim. Simon, his brother Andrew, James, and John are all standing in front of Jesus. They're just not the only witnesses to a great big catch of fish, but a miracle. You know, one of those things that they read about... Yeah. Heard about. Yeah. And Jesus simply says to Simon, Don't be afraid. Come follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So, and the story ends. They pull up their boats to the beach. They left them, nets and all, and followed him. Two full to the brim boats sitting on the shore, just a few hours and the sails would be complete with the month's wages in their wow. pockets. Are these fishermen, are they really going to just leave all that fish to rot? And the brothers, James and John, they just abandoned their father, Zebedee. So I decided I need to dig a little bit deeper on this. And this is what I discovered. So Zebedee, he was the father of the two boys. And it seems that together, they were all in a partnership fishing Zebedee, of course, was the older one. He was the, he was the father and probably the boss and owned the whole fleet. It doesn't say it, but it seems reasonable that that would be. And he likely got the catch. It seems that the possibility of Zebedee knowing about Jesus was pretty good as there was a growing crowd following Jesus and Jesus was already known as a rabbi. In that time, having two sons go off and learn directly from a rabbi was actually a pretty good thing. It made Zebedee and his family look pretty good. It is suggested through some readings that Zebedee may have actually given the nod of approval for the boys to follow. The fish didn't rot in the hot sun. Zebedee was not a poor fisherman because he actually had hired help. There was the partnership, but there was also the hired hands. Yes. So there was some there was some prosperity there. And at first what appeared to be a negative actually ended up to be a positive, because Zebedee was blessed with the two boats overflowing with all that fish to take to the market. (laughs) So what caused the four men to drop everything and follow Jesus? Was it the crowds of people? Was it what he was saying in Matthew 4, 17, turn from your sins and turn to God, because the kingdom of heaven is near? Was it the miracle of the two bo- boats full with fish? These four men were established fishermen. They had their life where they wanted it. They worked hard, provided for themselves the things they needed. They knew every day what they would be doing and expected to be doing it to the day they died. They probably were not looking for a life change, and yet... They left it all behind and followed Jesus. So this is what I think. I think it was the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember that dove that landed on Jesus' shoulder? A couple of translations, they wanted to say that it settled there, that it stayed. So that tells me that the Holy Spirit is there and Jesus is engulfed in it. And Jesus says it best in John, chapter 6, No one can come to me unless the Father who sends me draws them. No one can come to me, Jesus is talking, Yes. unless the Father who sent me draws them.
0: Wow. Wow. That was the draw through Jesus.
1: The Holy Spirit the Holy was drawing these men Yeah. so they weren't hypnotized.
0: I have to wonder, why, <laughs> I mean, why would they Why would they leave their dad in a pickle and follow Jesus?
1: I think that's really what, what captured my interest is, is yeah. that when I read it, it's like, they just abandoned their dad? Like, that doesn't <laughs> sound right. They just left the fish? That doesn't sound right. There's more to the story. Yeah. So I had to find it. Yeah. I had to get to the bottom of it. Again, in verse 65, I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father helps them. Again, Jesus doesn't stop there. In John 16, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So it's the Spirit that guides us. It's the Spirit that woos us. It's the Spirit that draws us unto him. Wow. So, when I came to that place in my life where the light bulb went off, mm-hmm. I needed to make that life changing decision. And there's no way that I would have even considered it in my own thinking.
0: Spirit drew you.
1: I thought I knew Jesus. I had heard the stories about how he was born, how he died, and how he rose again. But I really didn't know that I had to make a choice i didn't know it was a matter of life and death for my soul no one had really explained it to me not ever it is god's promise that no one should perish but that everyone is to come to repentance and have everlasting life we all have to make that choice Mm. we all have to have a light bulb go off we all have to turn a page
0: turn the page
1: we all do it
0: that's a nice story. Yeah. Wow. So
1: I just want to close in saying, you know, Lord, I just really want to ask the Lord to send the Holy Spirit to draw those that we love near to Him Amen. so that their light bulbs can go off, so that wow. they can have a closeness with Jesus. They can grow in wisdom and they can come to a place where they know, but they know that it all is well with our souls. Wow. Powerful. In, in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Powerful, nice message, Leslie. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, blessings on your day. And have an amazing, amazing week. God bless.